Now listen closely. They will attack your eyes till nothing remains but two bloody sockets. Ladies and gentlemen, my subject is disturbed tonight. Her world is disturbed. Now I saw those bodies and whoever mutilated them has a very special problem. There's nothing to be afraid of. Stay scary podcast. I'm gonna I'm gonna smell my my, my face eating bath salts. They're for your feet. <laughs> no, they're for f- yen. They're for face eating. Fuck you. Mmm, <laughs> face eating. <laughs> and you too could have some of these lovely foot soak. Made by Yin the fucking hippie. Yeah, with it's got a eucalyptus, nice. peppermint, and tea tree oil. I can't get the fucking lid back. It's on. the mason jar thing. I know how to do a okay. mason jar okay. Yin, because I keep body parts in them. <laughs> pickled baby, you don't pickled you, baby feet. God damn it! Here, would you like some help? Would you like some assistance with that? Here, fuck, <laughs> take your fucking hippie bath salts. Your happy birthday, Lisa. You <laughs> happy birthday, honey. Well, of course you know how to go. And sometimes I make jams and jellies. Of course you do. Yeah, and you need mason jars for that sort of thing, making pickles, refrigerator pickles. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, the look on your face is like truly terrifying right now. You've My got, daughter like, this, says the same thing when this, I'm like being got, cheerful. When you're being like <laughs> cheerful, hippie earth mother, Jesus Christ. She hates it. I'm sure she does because, yeah. yeah, it's creepy as hell. I'm kind of scared because, like, I'm going to go to work later and deal with clients, and I'm really kind of in a, I'm in that kind of mood. Oh, my God. Oh. Wow. All right. Well, welcome to Skate. Skate. <laughs> Stay Scary. Two, no, nothing's coming out. <laughs> Stay Scary Podcast. I am Lisa McColgan. I'm Yin Kiefer. And this is our guest. Kevin Coombs. Once again, pinch hitting. Kevin Coombs from uh, from my house from, and from your house from my house and and from, do you keep him in the closet? I know he lives in the basement. Nothing stays in the closet with me. <laughs> and um, it is my birthday. I am forty nine years old today. Did okay. What did you plan this this way? Plan what? The fact that you're doing origin stories. Oh no, origin on your birthday. Well, I mean, I decided that since it, I was going to be recording on my birthday, it's her birthday. That, she can do any fucking thing she wants. Right. That, so, but but, but do I thought, we get to hear your origin story? Oh, I do want to hear your origin story. What is my origin story? Um, she was hatched a long time ago. I was hatched. <laughs> do we need to get Betty on the phone? No, we don't need to get Betty on the phone because Betty will tell you that that I was born at the Longwood Hospital in Jamaica Plain, Massachusetts, one of the last babies born there. And I was apparently such a horrible, screaming demon child that the nurse brought her. My my mom had, you know, laid my little outfit out. I don't know what the little outfit was. I'm I'm sure she'll tell us. Um, Had laid the little outfit out and was getting getting ready to go home. And the nurse came and thrust me at her and said, well, we're not sorry to see this one go. (laughs) You were colicky. I was was a demon child. No, I'm sure you were a delightful child. They just didn't know how to deal with you. I really was not a delightful child. I was a perpetually screaming, tormented changeling infant. And for some reason now, I just can't imagine you not coming out in a full face of makeup with your nails done. <laughs> I'm not wearing any makeup right now. I not know, a stitch. I just, yeah. not, I didn't even do my eyebrows today. Mm. And Make I it as the day she was born. And I usually have to do my eyebrows because, you know, now I'm 49 and one of the things I'm realizing is that I... I'm losing my eyebrows. <laughs> I don't have, I have like no eyebrows. That's why there's, there's this weird microblading, you know, like tattoo your face on your I, face. Yeah, well, yeah. Thing. I mean, like yeah. like half of my makeup plan in the morning is like, not, so now everybody knows. I have like no eyebrows. So what you see in pictures is entirely my artistry. I think what's happening is at night your eyebrows are migrating over to mine. 
or into your ears. <laughs> into my You're ears. like or jumping out of her face up, and up your nose, you. up your nose, and into your ears <laughs> and on your back. Hairs walking across the pillows in the middle of the night. Let's go resettle. Doing over doing here. the doing yeah. the dink dink song from um, yeah. ding, 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 ding. What is that? Space ball? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That could so, be a movie, the, the, the eyebrows that left and the, went somewhere else. The eyebrows, yes. The, the horror of my menopausal disappearing eyebrows. Anyway, so origin stories. And um, I just thought that that was a, that was a good topic to, to talk about. That's an awesome topic. On my birthday. Mm-hmm. And, and well, yes. And, and so you may have noticed that, that, uh, that I introduced Yin. Yin is now co-host of Stay Scary Podcast. It's an honor. Yeah. Thank you for abiding my hippie ass here. I Well, you know, it's it's just, we, we're like, you know, we have to believe we are magic. Nothing can stand in our way. <laughs> Olivia Newton-John isn't a hippie, though. That is pretty hippie song. Uh, that's a pretty hippie song. Well, yeah. I mean, but that's, but that's ELO, and that's kind of hippie. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. Xanadu. Well, Xanadu is 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 essentially a kind of a hippie. Well, you know, you can't have the dark without the light. It's two sides of the same coin, right? Fuck off. You know? <laughs> it really is. All right. So I brought a friend. I guess yes, the, the look on she my brought, face doesn't translate she brought to these radio fucking so horrifying. I have um, I have these creepy babies that my daughter and I. Um, so these are baby dolls that she would no longer play with. And what I did was I well, uh, she upcycled them. <laughs> I did. I upcycled them into Halloween things. But now they kind of appear in my house in strange places, and they do things like this. Yeah, I'll hear that in the middle of the night while I'm trying to get a drink of water. <laughs> That's amazing. And, and and I just have to Give remind me that myself. Baby. <laughs> See, this is like the first time you will ever hear. Lisa say, give me that fucking baby. No, that's not true. I like other people's babies <laughs> with a little bit of red wine vinaigrette. A little salt and pepper. You, so you turn this Let's on. Let's play, mommy. Let's not and Ooh. say we did. So what do I have uh, to do to get it to do, uh, have, I can hop like a bunny. I never heard her say that before. <gasps> that's a new one. Wow. Ooh. Oh, she hopped like a bunny. Yeah, if you I'm make like her shaking. Hop. Shake. I'm like, <laughs> you won't, you won't give her shaken baby syndrome. Go ahead and shake her. It's okay. <laughs> I still haven't named Take her. This fucking thing. This I think I want to call her. Okay. I think I'd like to call her Eugenia. That's a oh, good name, like the, like the princess of uh, the, what was what she's uh, Eugenia of York. Now this yeah. other one that's that's sitting on my computer case is is that does that one talk or is that, that one just, does not talk? Okay. That one just bleeds tears. Oh, that's awesome! Oh, yeah, um, wow. that one. We don't know what that one's story really is, but we know that Eugenia likes to dance and play and hop like, hop a, like bun- a bunny. Hop like a bunny. Boingy boingy boing. <laughs> That is fucked up. Yeah. So she's been she's been dipping into my bath salts. <laughs> if you find mm. this on your face in the middle of the, if I if you guys don't hear from me, check Eugenia. Just just make sure where Eugenia she's made sure she hasn't made off with my and body. So, and somewhere. so Eugenia is kind of like a is kind of like Chucky doll. Oh, Chucky, They're Chucky doll, our friend Chucky. And you know the voice of Chucky. Um, I'm Chucky. One. To play, yeah, but the voice wow. of Chucky, um, not the not the little voice, the the grown up voice of Chucky. Oh yes, um, Grima Worm Wormtongue from Lord of the Rings. Yes, um, yeah. but the actor, uh, his name is uh, Brad Dourif. Yes, who yes. was in oh. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's. Yes. yes, 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 yes. Yeah, he has a pretty impressive resume. He's kind of, you oh, know, he's... can I can I admit that I find him like kind of sexy. Yeah, I find Brad Dourif kind of sexy, and He's I didn't got those mention penetrating that. eyes. I didn't mention that in the in the Horror Crush podcast, but I, I find him, um, yeah, I, yeah, I, he's I, not bad. I find him kind of uh, kind of sexy, um, <laughs> and he was also the voice of Chucky in all seven Chucky's. Yes, he committed. 
He he committed. He really committed. Nope. Well, I mean, what if you, you mean when somebody you, else is going to play the role, I, nope, no, there can only be one. Chucky, when you find a good me. gig, it's like Doug Bradley. Like although there was that one movie where somebody else played Pinhead, and everyone was like, "Fuck that shit!" Yeah. No, um, Brad had to pay the rent. Brad did have to pay the he rent. He had to pay the rent. Hey, listen, you know, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fault uh, I'm not gonna fault Brad. But yeah, so they um, with uh, Child's Play, you know, here you have like this doll who's you know decided. It, it, well, no, the guy, uh, the 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 Brad Dorf character, like he is being chased by the Chris Sarandon character, and, and they're in the uh, toy store, and you know he's on the floor, he's so about to die, and then he says like. He wills himself into this the doll thing is like this. so you know he gets into the doll and then the doll just you know he's in there and it is creepy because at first you know you don't really realize what's happening true well and and the possessed doll thing that that's like a whole other that's like another that's another episode we can do is the possessed dolls yeah that's like some twilight zone yeah stuff they they i think that's like the first one right right one of the yeah there's an early twilight zone with the i think it's it's a a um one of those people called it throw their voices. Oh, the uh, ventriloquist. ventriloquist. Yes, yes. Okay. Jesus, we're like not. <laughs> I know. Not enough coffee. We are not <laughs> bringing a, our A game this morning. It's a morning. crazy, yeah, no. I, um, yeah, the, the whole, you know, split personality ventriloquist doll ventriloquist thing, that's like a common thing too. I yeah. Think, that that kind of All the voodoo dolls. The oh, yeah. Dolls. dolls that come to life. Yeah. You know. Um, I have to confess, I've never, I've never been a Child's Play Chucky not fan. fan. Yeah. I remember when the first movie came out, um, and I just, I, I, the doll just, I laughed every time I saw the doll, and I couldn't get yeah. it. And I was at kind of a age where I was just like, this stuff doesn't scare me. Yeah, that's yeah. so dumb. So, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, so, like, with, um, with the you were talking about the ventriloquism, it, it brought me to mind to uh, uh, Bergen, uh, Edgar Bergen, Edgar, Edgar yeah. Bergen, Candace's Charlie, dad. Carly, yeah, Candace, and that freaking Marion, not Marionette, that that ventriloquist dummy. doll, that dummy, yeah, that dummy. Yeah. <laughs> What's the politically correct term for that dummy? Um, it really is dummy. Yeah, um, you know, got better treatment than Ingrid ever did. If you read oh. the stories, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. Had his own room, I think. Um, yeah, that's it's it's some fuck shit. Yeah, it's crazy. I think Charlie got. Um, I think Charlie even got some of the money. Like I think he got yes. the inheritance. Yeah, like, yeah. She he, didn't really Candace, get it. Oh, Candace yeah. didn't get. <laughs> No, yeah, Candace, like, like I don't know if Candace wrote an essay about like, like she was just the 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 doll was like a sibling, and that's yeah. like fucked up. Yeah, mm. so that's like that's almost like a Chucky situation in my mind because that's like real life, like you know a person is you know projecting. Like they the really anthropomorphic, like you know, yeah. this doll this is an inanimate object, and now it's like it's a real thing to this person. That's crazy. That yeah. is crazy. Yeah. So, like, did you find Child's Play at all? It's, I know we all kind of agree that it's part of um, you know film history, and it's kind of got that camp and it's got an origin factor. story. Yeah. It's not honestly; it wasn't one of my favorite franchises, other yeah. than the fact that that sexy Brad Dourif is the. <laughs> Yeah. You know what's funny though is the uh, oddly sexy Brad Dora seed of Chucky and then uh, <laughs> with Jennifer Tilly yes and then Turkey Baster yes <laughs> yeah I mean that's okay I'm in that's yes. some, I vaguely remember this that, you had me at Turkey Baster yeah. that's some fucking funny I shit I think you had me at seed <laughs> seed of Chucky yeah. I just crack up this, but that that whole okay so the whole trope of um, you know, we've got like this little monster and then, you know, the monster has a bride and then the they're going to have little like monster babies kind of leads me to like the Frankenstein yes. thing yeah. because that whole story, mm-hmm. you know, they, well, I'll let you talk about well, the Frankenstein. You know, and the thing is, you just, my mind just opened to this idea that I never really picked up on before, but maybe this was the whole, was was Dr. Frankenstein trying to build a man and a woman to see if they could have a child together? Was that what was going on there? Was that like 
a proto origin story or am I just totally making that up in my head? No. So like uh, Mary Shelley, when she wrote the book, there was uh, it was uh, Frankenstein. And then the other part of the title that they don't that they leave off is the modern Prometheus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's not outside the realm of possibility that that's where, mm. you know, yeah. they were going that's with where that. That's where they were going the with it. The implications. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, now all I can think of is Jennifer Beals and Sting. Oh, yeah. That movie yeah. is so bad. It's awesome. Yeah, it is. It's fun to watch. I I, we I own love, that. We own yeah. that on DVD. One of my favorite scenes is when the cat comes into the room and she freaks out because she thought it was a miniature lion. And, oh, my God. You didn't tell me about you didn't cats. You tell me about cats. <laughs> I thought it was a miniature lion. <laughs> Yeah. See, if, even if the movie's bad, if it's quotable, yep. that's yeah. what makes it. Oh, yeah. It really is. It's just, it's just fucking Sting. Like mm. everybody, you know, wets themselves over Sting. Oh, he's such a great singer-songwriter. He's so he's just like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay, The Bride. <laughs> I rest my case. I don't know. I think it's a good movie. I kind of like it. There are that lots of great. Yeah. That's, that'll be It's funny how, day. like, you know, we, we were the Frankenstein, this classic, classic tale of hubris and, and arrogance. And and we just go right to the shitty Sting movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I I saw the mm-hmm. shitty seventies movie that they had on TV. Yes, I remember that one too. I re and and the thing that I remember, and this is when I when I was like a, about like five or six years old, and I didn't know what you know the the proper application of like I forgive you, do you forgive me mm-hmm. was, and like English wasn't the, my mother's first language, so right. I just kind of you know would absorb this stuff from TV. And I'd like test things out here and there. But there was that scene at the end when they're on the ship and it's freezing cold and um, you uh, you see him say, forgive me. Yes. Forgive me. me. And uh, and then, you know, the the iceberg like, you know, yeah, collapses. Yeah. On them. yeah. And then uh, I think like. I did something wrong at home and my mom, you know, she like punished me or something. She was like, that's it, you know, and and then I was crying and I said, I forgive you. (laughs) And she looked at me like, what are you talking about? You're the one who did the thing. I'm like, oops, I used it wrong. Oops. (laughs) Oops. I won't be saying that again. Forgive me. But um, I had read about um, Guillermo del Toro. He said that uh, that story is the quintessential teenage book because yeah. you've got you know this creation mm. who's questioning its existence and it's looking to its parent to say yeah. you know mm. like what does it all mean yeah you know it's like this whole the monster has an existential crisis yeah. you know the whole the whole story and um you know i think we can all kind of connect to that oh sure sure Getting I mean, back I'm, to the bride, I mean, my favorite scenes in the bride <laughs> yeah. are the ones with the monster because that's the, the, mon- the monster runs off, and it's it's um, Victor, yeah, and David Rappaport is the guy. Who um, he was uh, he was in Time Bandits. Yeah, he was in Time Bandits. He's Ronaldo, the dwarf who, uh-huh. who um, helps the monster when he escapes. Yeah, but those are that's the fun part of the movie, and it's yeah. and it and it's consistent with the with the with the novel. I mean, that stuff is all the the Jennifer Beals and Sting scenes are all. Totally the stupid stuff that you can make fun of. Yeah. And yeah. then the scenes with Ronaldo and the dwarf yeah. and, and, and the monster. It's all about it's all about like the lighting to get you, like are you talking yeah. Sting's chiseled features. Yeah. yeah. His cheekbones. Yeah. yeah. And Bell Bella Lugosi's dead. Yes. Bella Lugosi was uh, Igor in like the old, old movie yeah. in the mm-hmm. 1930s version. And that was the first time that character had ever been introduced mm-hmm. into it. So Bella Lugosi you was mean a- Igor? <laughs> it's Igor. It's Igor. <laughs> I ain't got nobody. <laughs> nobody cares for me. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Yeah. I loved that. That I was one that. of that's one of my mother's favorite movies, and yeah. that's another one of those movies that she made us watch like fairly early on. Oh yeah, yeah my yeah, kids yeah. both know that movie. Yeah. yeah, it's one you could show them. And, and, uh, yeah, no. yeah, no, but it, right, it was, better better bride Jennifer Beals or Elsa Lancaster. Oh, I don't mm, know. Well, yeah, what? well, because oh. Elsa really didn't talk that much. I mean, all she did was kind of like do these weird little yeah. Madeline Kahn. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> Socks and poo poo undies. <laughs> Sweet mystery of life, at last I found you. Sweet mystery of life, at last I found you. So 
Well, I remember when that movie when that movie first came out, and my mom and my stepdad thought they were so freaking funny and so like oh you know, no the kids won't know what we're talking about yeah. you know and we were on summer vacation at this cottage in Connecticut in the yeah. middle of the night and you know and we hear you know my mom starts singing that from the other room and then they crack up laughing hysterically and <laughs> thinking that we're not going to know what they're talking about like uh, at 13 years old yeah come on that, everybody's seen that know, movie you know. by then if you haven't if you haven't seen that movie by the time you're eight your parents aren't doing it right yeah and then, <laughs> and then you're like oh great they're talking about dad bunch of stickers probably going back to bragging boast to the boys <laughs> yeah yeah no i just i i, I tell me about uh, elsa lancaster oh god well she was um this is she. She has an interesting story. Um, I actually have one of her records where she's recording body pub songs. Um, yeah, that's yeah. What she I she um, you know she was she I was like a, her already. She was a stage actress and and she was married to Charles Lawton. That's yeah. I was she was married to yeah. Charles Lawton, who um, was a was an English uh, film actor and and apparently gay as the day. So they you know <laughs> they had they just had sort of this you know this understanding. And um, and he played Henry VIII in um, the Secret Life of, of Henry VIII, which uh, which was a movie about early movie about Henry VIII and his six wives. And um, but uh, yeah, she was she was fabulous. I mean, like she was just fabulous. She's she's a she's a hero of mine. Yeah, I have this well, great. Is she in the? Um, is she? Huh. She was a she was a character actress in a lot of other things too. Wasn't oh, she? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Was she the one that was in um, in? Um, the bishop's wife. Yes, she, she, she plays, plays the maid. The maid in the she plays the maid in the bishop with, um, in the bishop's with wife. And so, David Niven. Oh, yeah. it's that era. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm trying to piece together like not the no, forties, not, not yeah. the one with with um, not the modern. Okay, uh, wife. right, right, um, right, right. The original English one that came out. So um, we're talking like the golden age of yeah, yeah. Yeah. movies. Yeah, no, she's a goddess. I love her. Yeah, um, that, that was back in the time when you couldn't tell the British actress actors and actresses from the American actors yeah. and actresses because they all spoke with that mid Atlantic accent. Everyone yeah. spoke like this. Yes. You were taught to speak like this because yes. then people would be able to understand what you were saying if they were English. Uh-huh. So and very then good. you went to boarding school, mm-hmm. you see, and then you learned how to speak this way. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was also, it was very much a cadence thing. Very mm-hmm. much a cadence thing. Like, you know, you think of... um. Catherine Hepburn, Catherine Hepburn, Cary Grant, mm-hmm. and, and the cadence, and, and the way they all speak. And yes, I'm going to go down to the study. Mm-hmm. This needs to be part of the podcast. When can I have you? <laughs> we'll speak like this. Can the I whole fix time. you? Can I fix you a glass of sherry? Yes. Yeah. Yin, you dumb hippie. <laughs> Yin, you're a fucking hippie. <laughs> Oh, but you love it. It's After so- I have a good soak, I'm going to take some of these fucking hippie things and then I'm going to masticate your face off. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll enjoy it, Kevin. <laughs> and I don't want to hear anything more about it. Mm. I said good day. <laughs> Madam, I said good day. <laughs> So, all right. So let, let's let's speaking of Brits. Let's talk about Doug Bradley. Let's talk about Pinhead. Cause, okay. Because this is you know. You mean Captain Elliot Spencer? Captain Elliot Spencer, the pre-Pinhead. I yes. know. And okay. I this is not my in my that's wheelhouse okay. of that's stuff. Okay. No, that's so right. you guys are going to have to. I get to do the talking, and you do the color commentary. Yes. 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 Yeah. So Hellraiser is um, is the the first Hellraiser movie was one of the horror movies of the 80s that I liked. I wasn't a huge horror fan. I've gotten more into it since I'm married to somebody who has a bit of an affinity for it. <laughs> Just a bit, darling. And we've gone back and rewatched a lot of the Hellraisers and it's one of my and it's my favorite horror series. The origin story for Pinhead and I put that in air pinhead yeah. because I will I will get on my soapbox now. And well, no, and Soren Campbell said the same thing um, a few episodes ago when that, we were we right, were that Clive Barker is not a fan of the name Pinhead. Pinhead is not the character's name in any um, 
He's Hellraiser, right? Yeah. Well, he, now I'll get into that in a okay. bit. All right. But, um, no, the, I, yeah. I just remember it in like the kids at school were talking what about it? and I was like, oh, I don't yeah. want to see that. That sounds too scary for me. What's what's it called when you have like an, uh, have like origin stories or whatever and there's like the core stuff that everything kind of... The it, canon? The canon, right. So Pinhead is not a canonical name for... It's actually the name that was used by the crew to refer to him because uh, of the makeup. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, then makeup. it became, you know, and then, and then one of the thing. movies in the series, it is used, I think it's referred to once, yeah. you know, later in the series, but it's not really. His um, his actual name, there's a few names of, of him uh, in the writings. He's called the Hell Priest, right. the Cool Man. Um, in one in one reference, I forget if it's one of the novels or the or one of the movies, he's referred to as the Dutchman. Oh. Which is just kind of out there. <laughs> and <laughs> I like Hell Priest. As with most, I like the Hell Priest too. As yeah. with most origin stories, and this is another whole side topic we can talk about later, is the way that origin stories tend to like we have reboots and then the origin yeah. story gets reset. Right. So yeah. the core origin story that I ascribe to or, or you know that I like as my favorite for the quote unquote pinhead or hell priest character um, is this Captain Elliot Spencer was an English officer in the First World War who was so impacted and emotionally damaged. damaged by the violence of the war that he got into sadomasochism. Oh, God. Yeah. And he just, he went to India because, of course, it was still the empire then and the sun never sat anywhere on the British Empire. You could go all the I believe this is a good way that I, I, I've heard that this is a fine country for one to get his rocks off. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. I'm sure that I can find some. Via some, the application yes. of extreme pain. Yes, I can find some. some well, you could make a living. Right. <laughs> It's my theater background. <laughs> so Captain Elliot Spencer went to India to explore more sadomasochism and, and basically maxed out. Like he had been, you know, every painful, horrible experience and nothing was painful enough Damn. for him yeah. to, to, to reconcile or to deal with or to process what he had seen in the war. So he was having it done to him. Yeah. And, yeah. and this is where it gets a little hazy for me. I have to go back and like rewatch some of the movies or something. I'm somewhere along the line, the lament configuration, which is yes, the puzzle, the puzzle box, box that is the key to the other side where the Cenobites, and that's what the hell priest is, the lead Cenobite. And these Cenobites are all pe uh, formerly people, people who took who it too far, the same path down the path of sadomasochism and crossed over into this other side. And they try and they basically go out and find people others like them and pull them over into the other side. And the bridge is this lament configuration, the box. I'm so glad I didn't see this in high school. So. <laughs> I did. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so this, you know, the hell priest pinhead, uh, the cool man um, is this Captain Elliot Spencer. And there's actually one of the movies in the series where he sees a photograph of himself in his human form. Because what happens is when you become a Cenobite, you completely forget your Yeah, you existence. divorce yourself from... Right, right. You know, yeah. I mean, it's just wiped up. And he, yeah. he sees a photograph of himself and he, and he actually tries to go back to being human again. And what happens is there's a kind of a break and the hell priest becomes divorced from the human existence of Captain Elliot Spencer and becomes an independent sort of character in its own. Mm -hmm. But the, that first story, the first couple of, I think it's like the first and the third film or something. That no, it's a, the third, the third one, I Goes think, because yeah. the first one doesn't go into Captain Elliot Spencer. But at all. I've always, <laughs> goofy me, like I've never written any fanfic and I really, I've thought oh, of it. <laughs> like I would love to write some like Captain Sla Elliot Spencer fan. Oh, not slash fic like <laughs> like Captain Elliot Spencer and Pinhead like slash fic. You know what slash oh, fic is? Oh yeah, I could do that. I mean, I would probably start off just you know maybe writing about you know Captain Spencer's adventures in India. That, you know, <laughs> that type of thing. Yeah, I'm sure yeah, there's yeah. an audience out there sure. for it. Oh know? hell yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> but he looks. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. I I, I might read. The it. great thing is, is like Doug Bradley looks. So perfect, dressed up as a World War One British officer. December third, like, yeah, nineteen nineteen. <laughs> yeah. Found a fine young boy to insert needles into my scrotum. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Albert Fish. He was the guy so, in one of those so sewing like needles. January fifteenth, nineteen twenty. Had to kill the gimp. <laughs> <laughs> Had to kill the gimp. 
So, if, so, so basically, if I were to like sit, because now I'm like, well, shit, I gotta watch this now because mm. it's it's an interest. So I'm like, I like stories. I you know, and I was afraid that it was going to be this whole like, uh, like gore fest, which isn't terrible but i also like the story the second too. one the well, second well the second is, one is a straight up gore fest. That, but is, one of the yeah one of the things but is, that it, I, is it is it you know like it makes sense it, to the story okay yeah, yeah it's not it's, it's not, not it's not just you know the, the crappy stuff just for oh the crappy no, stuff. no 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 it's very artistic gore yeah but oh. so what and one of the things that because i'm because i'm not organized like you yen i don't have a notebook in front of me i forgot the main theme of what I was going to say was that like so many origin stories, I think what it tries to do is give us um, a sense of the humanity of the monster and try and have a little sympathy. It you know, tries to well, put it into that's a That's why I want to watch this now because when you were describing it to me, I was just yeah. thinking, you know, this guy has like a, has a soul. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. so I'm thinking, so there's this very damaged individual, mm-hmm. you know, racked by war, which, you know, I think is... That's a that's a real thing. I think that's yeah. something oh, a lot sure. of people they try to, you know, they try to put some perspective on there is a rationale Absolutely. to the way the person is acting. Yeah. One my, of the things I like about the Cenobites in the Hellraiser series is that for the most part, they have a set of rules that they operate by mm-hmm. and they don't usually stray from stray it. Stray from the rules. They do I mean there there are a couple of the movies that have plot points that actually have actually I think even in the first movie they kind of go back on their word a little bit. They definitely um well even uh, in the first one. Yeah they, exactly. They let her go. Say, they, and, yeah they they kind of double so they do sometimes double cross, but the, for the most part they they're very regimented. They, yeah, they're they like the Borg, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You know, my dad came back from Vietnam and mm-hmm. um you know, I and he brought my mother over, and you know, I grew up in in you know a post war household, and um, you know, both of my parents, I could tell, you know, now looking back, had felt the effects of the war and processed each in their own different ways, and you know, like PTSD is really it really is a thing. Oh, it, I know. My mm. mom would would ask me to go uh, wake my dad up from a nap. Oh God! And I go to wake him up, for, and I hated it. It was like the worst job in the world because as soon as I went to wake him up from his nap, he would like spring up, like mm-hmm. and like he was going to get me. He didn't. You know, he yeah. he would he had the presence of mind to mm. to stop. But I think you know, even just as a kid, seeing that you know gave me kind of an understanding of how yeah what some of the things he'd seen it affected him. Mm. Well, wow. sorry, <laughs> no, no, but it's, it's all now. I yeah. mean, it's all it all um, it's all stuff that needs but, to be said. But the, you know, it, it's you know, we're watching horror film and we're actually seeing you know. Stuff that's very fantasy and, and escapist, you know, for a lot of us. And um, but all of those things come from somewhere, and I think it all makes sense in a way. So, you know, horror genre is not just this mindless gore. Oh fest. no, no. It's, I mean, there's there is meaning to it, and yep. I think you know good it's good horror, that we can make these connections. Yeah, yeah. The good you know? horror, I think, good horror connects us to our humanity in mm-hmm. some way. Well, and even like to the two big slasher. Uh, franchises, Halloween and and Friday the Thirteenth. You know, even they try to have their their origin stories that have some sense of like, you know, there was a reason why these some people... teachable moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday was Friday the Thirteenth. Exactly, it was yeah. a Friday Friday the Thirteenth, and, uh, and and a, a full, full moon, moon, and and now we're in the Pisces moon. I was born under a Pisces moon, so was I actually. Well, wow. yeah, though I'm a Leo. Ah, yeah, so. I was born under a truck. <laughs> is no, that I, tr- I was going to no, say, is that I true? Was, <laughs> I was born under a fluorescent light. Uh, like uh, so many of us. In a, in a delivery room. I was born yeah. under a wandering star. Did, you know, the Lee yeah. Marvin? Yeah. Lee Marvin from Paint yeah. Your Wagon. Paint Your Wagon. Paint Your Wagon. Yeah. I mean, but that's that's a that's a horror That's a horror. That's movie. a whole different kind of horror That's a movie. whole yeah. different, the, the unintentional horror movie. Yeah. But I, I three words, Clint Eastwood singing. Yeah. 
Yeah. I do want to. I do want to see the Pinhead movies though, and so I should see you one. Mean the Hellraiser. The Hellraiser. I'm sorry. You should watch them in order. Okay. I think you should. You should yeah. watch. How them many in order. of them are there? Oh my oh, God! Like ten eight, million of them. Seven, yeah. Just yeah. Seven, disregard. I'll one pack of them. a lunch. Disregard. <laughs> dis, disregard the one. The reboot that doesn't have Doug Bradley. Right. I think that's the third or maybe later in the. Series. No, it's much much, much later. later. Much much. Is that later. the one with the whole origin story of the lament configuration? Uh like, no no. Okay, that's because that, I liked that one. I remember. So the lament configuration is the little puzzle box, yeah. and if you solve the puzzle box, that's what releases the Cenobites. Mm-hmm. And there's one in the series that like does this whole historical context of the of the puzzle box being this is- built in like the 1600s or something by some I want to say Dutch puzzle builder. Uh, it really, I mean, this for someone like shit. me, like yeah. my big, <laughs> really my is. favorite, my my favorite thing has always been history. Yeah, I, I, I'm a, I'm, you know, I was a, one of these kids that when I was 12, I would sit and read encyclopedias, and so that aspect of the Hellraiser. I would read the parts of the encyclopedias that had to do with natural and other types of disasters like Mm -hmm. the Lusitania and the Titanic and the Hindenburg. I was, yeah. You You want to talk about my origin story? You know what my favorite disaster story is? Mm -mm. The molasses thing in the North. Oh, the molasses flood? That's a great story. Have you read Dark Tide? No. Oh, Oh. it's a great, that's a great book. It's a great, it's a locally published book called Dark Tide that's about the, about the, tells the whole story of what happened and uh, how what led to it and it also puts in the context of the history at the time um that the the molasses molasses played a huge part in the processing of um munitions as well as alcohol and a lot of other things um and so that's what they were you know that was that was part of the reason why they had this enormous tank of molasses in the in the north end at the time um but yeah, it's definitely that's a, that's, that's a, a cool fun, story. Yeah. And well, in Pennsylvania, we have the coal mine that exploded, mm-hmm. and um, they couldn't. You can't really put the fire out. So in Pennsylvania, there is still this town that has this uh, coal mine that's burning underneath the town, mm-hmm. and you can't live there. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I saw that. I, yeah. I saw something about that too. Yeah. yeah, Pennsylvania has some really cool, kind of haunted and strange places. Yeah, um, you yeah. know, growing up and. Uh, there's you know, a, we have Gettysburg, of course, and right. that the energy there is like, and yeah. Yes, I said energy. Yes, I brought that hippie shit back in hippie. here. Hey, no, well, so I'm. Speaking I'm, of hippie I'm, shit, I mean, so there, another disaster <laughs> that is is, um, you know, I've wanted to learn more about. There was a, a landslide in Wales in the I want to say in the early 20th century that buried a school and the mm. children, a lot of the children died. And it's actually something that was a central part of a study that was done on premonition and extrasensory perception because there were reports of many people who in the days and even weeks leading up to it mm. that reported having dreams and nightmares about um, a big black mass covering children and, and, you know, children screaming and things like that. And um, they, there were some scientific study that was done into whether there was really any evidence of this, like premonitions or abilities. And um, I won't go too much into the, I don't, I'm I don't want to. fucking wanna, fascinated. Well, please. I don't want to go too much into the results yeah. of the study because, because yeah, yeah. it, it may shatter your hippie illusions. That's all right. Well, <laughs> it, it basically found, is like, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, a lot of what they found science. is like people kind of, <laughs> people, people quote unquote, remember things after the fact, Yeah, and, you know, so that might be the case, but it was, a, it, it's an, another interesting interesting one of those interesting you know getting back to encyclopedias and things that are fun to read about when you're a kid yeah it's mostly shit that scares you yeah yeah <laughs> like you, yeah. you pull well, out the encyclopedias you read about the lusitania or the titanic or you know or a, or a you know a, a cave-in and a mine or something like that yeah oh all oh, the ways i'm gonna die <laughs> yeah well there um you know there's like uh they talk about regressive therapy um you know yeah. and that's something that i and i have my i have a certificate in hip yeah, you know, hypnosis. Um, that's something I that you're I, gonna say you had a certificate in hippie. <laughs> <laughs> no. Which I would totally honor. I think that would be great. He went and danced around in the forest and got our certificate. I got my, I lit my fire in the backyard and yeah. stripped naked and danced under the full moon. No, that's not what I did. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so the, the uh, it, it, regressive therapy is 
generally not looked upon as something that's very accurate. Mm-hmm. But they did do that a lot in the 80s when Child's Play came out. Oh, I'm yeah. bringing it back to Child's Play for Bring just a second. Sure, sure. Just because... Um, you know, the, the concept of a, a possessed doll was kind of introduced by um, this pastor, and his name was Pastor G. Richard Fisher. And he told his congregation that Cabbage Patch dolls were a gateway yes. to Satan oh, yes. because you had to sign for them. Yes. Yep. And so you're signing. And they, have, yeah. and they have the, yeah. and, and if you wanted a real one, you had to like check their ass or something. Like, because like, remember, there, like were, there were like, you no, know, there were bogus dolls. Yeah. No, there were counterfeit ass. ones. It was their belly button. They had belly buttons. No, they had, had the belly buttons. No, but there down. was a signature. No, but there's a, like there I was a signature. It was the oh, mark okay. of the be- it was the mark of the beast on their ass, and that's how you knew oh. that you had a real Cabbage Patch doll. But, like it was a sign of the times of uh, the t- that tele- you had evangel- Damien. Yeah. Oh, he's next on the list of things. Well, I Damien talk and about. Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger's Freddy Krueger's origin story is fucked up. Yes. Well, let's go there. Yeah. All okay, right. Cool. And I, th- it's, I think it's funny because regressive. I mean, when you think about regressive therapy, it's like you're searching for your own origin story. Well, yeah. Right? And but like the regressive therapy they did on these kids in the '80s, yeah. they they said that their parents did this to yeah, them or this yeah, person yeah, did yeah. that to them, and it wasn't true. Right. But yeah. there was like this Satan fever that everybody was. Oh having. yeah, it was oh, yeah. a satanic panic. Yeah. yeah. Well, yes. We had we had a very there's a famous case of that in Malden at the uh, Fells Acres Child Care. Uh, the the um oh god right right uh, Jerry Jerry <sighs> Freeman Frank used to talk about it right a lot. Yeah. yeah this poor guy that you know spent years in prison because he would not you know he wasn't going to cop a deal he didn't do anything and he was and he and he stood by the, that yeah and his uh, the Amaralts Jerry Amaralt and and um, oh Amaralt I did hear about this yes yeah and and it was that type of thing where they you know they they suggested things to the kids yeah and, uh, terrible but yeah. yeah. Back to the origin Yeah, stories. back to the origin stories. All right. So, yeah. So, Freddy Krueger, Freddy Krueger's origin story is that his mother was a nun working in this insane ins- asylum, and she was accidentally locked overnight in the insane asylum with the, uh, with the maniacs, and they all uh, raped her. And one of them, or all of them in some way... <laughs> Like impregnated her, and yeah, and so and so yeah, and so and she and 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 she says that that Freddie is the bastard son of a thousand maniacs. That's right. Yeah, Yeah. that line. I remember when I first saw that movie, the bastard son of a thousand maniacs, and I was just like, (laughs) so fucking awful. Yeah. Yeah. And then so, he was uh, and he was, you know, tormented and bullied and you uh, know and So was he did did so this nun obviously didn't raise him? Was he raised in an orphanage or was he No, I think she I think I yeah, yeah I, think, I don't remember. I don't she remember. Kept I don't I, I, I yeah, I'm not sure if she kept him or not. But, but what does it matter really when you think if you if you grew up knowing yourself to be the bastard son of a thousand maniacs like yeah. of course you're going to start like plucking the wings off a of fly yeah like the, he was living animals. i just remember from the movies that he was like living in the boiler room of the place of yeah. the school yeah. and all mm-hmm. of that and, and like he was uh, mentally just not quite yeah, all kidnapping there. He, yeah he returns to his hometown to start like kidnapping and yeah. killing kids yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, again a, a regressive therapy also so, um, or was it, I don't know if it was regret, but there, I forget which movie I watched because I watched, of course I saw the old one, but I think I watched the new one too, uh, mm-hmm. the Freddy Krueger thing. And, um, I, I wasn't, I wasn't, they, they did go into his backstory, not quite as far, I don't think as, as, as what you were talking about, but he was, uh, there were kids and he was like, they, he brought them into the boiler room with him yeah. and he was playing with them and stuff. And I, now it's kind of fuzzy to me just because I've seen like 10 gajillion <laughs> movies yeah. between yeah, now and then. But together. Well, yeah, and there does. is a serial killer story where one of the, one of the killer's first murders was luring a little girl down into the boiler room. Mm. I don't remember which serial killer it was. There's so many. Yeah, there's there are. <laughs> I know there this, really are. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of damaged people. Yeah. out there, you know, and uh, yeah. We didn't have a boiler room in my school. We had an incinerator. Ooh, incinerator. <laughs> Growing up in Malden, we had an incinerator. An incinerator. And if, and you were like, if you were a good kid, you you actually looked forward to you got to bring the trash down to the incinerator. 
And if you were really good and if you were on good terms with the janitor mm -hmm. who would keep an eye on the incinerator, he'd let you dump the waste paper basket right into the incinerator. And you get to watch it go. Oh, yeah. Fire. <laughs> yeah. So that's my word. Little yeah. pyromaniacs yeah. in yeah. Malden. Yeah. <laughs> I never got to do anything cool like that. Yeah. No, I was happy if I got to hit the erasers outside. Yeah, cleaning the erasers. No, I never yeah. got to do anything like that. I, I think got to do all that stuff. I was a good little <laughs> you boy. You were a good boy. Yeah, I was a brown I, I would just try to make sure that I was in the front of the row so I could, you know, sniff the... The mimeograph tests, you oh, know, and make it yeah. fresh off the mimeograph machine. Yeah. <sighs> so I, I don't, as the color guy, the color, the color commentary guy who doesn't do a lot of research and everything. I'm just throwing this out there. Dude, because, you told me all about the. Well, that was the one, yeah, because I've got such a crush on Captain Elliot Spencer. Now yeah, I want to see a man. He's got a man Doug crush. Doug Bradley. Oh, but uh, so uh, we all know that the um, second. Part of it is coming out soon. It's it out. is out. It is it's out. out now. It is out. And, and it's first out. part of. <laughs> yeah, of I've heard mixed stories about it though. I've but heard, what I wanted to right. just pull in was okay. So we, I remember from uh, both versions. I've never read the book, but I've seen both versions of. I saw the miniseries version of it. Me I saw too. The new I version loved of it. it. And one of the things that I uh, there's some detective work that the kids are doing about the origins of what's haunting this town, mm -hmm. and it has, if I recall correctly, has something to do with like the mistreatment of of people or like there was like something going on. I remember that they were like connecting like the sewer system. There was like a secret tunnel or something. Mm -hmm. And it reminded me that a lot of, uh, again, another common theme in origin stories is some sort of retribution, like the evil, whatever it is. The it spider that lives in, this, in the yeah, it's thing. Like, yeah. or, or even like the, you know, the, the classic trope of like, oh, you built it on an Indian burial ground. You know? <laughs> yeah. there, and you didn't move, move the, the bodies. You just yeah. move the graves. Yeah. Um, the headstones. So, like, there's that element that's kind of similar also to that, like, having sympathy for the monster. Also, like, well, the monster's just doing what monsters evil do. Is. Yeah. It's just, you know, you're Don't the Don't be mad really at the of, monster for yeah, being a yeah, monster. Yeah, you know, this ancient evil that's just awakened by the evil that you're doing, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm kind of looking forward to. I'd like to get out and get to see. Yeah. The I'm also. I'm I've heard of, that the monster at the end of this it makes the monster in the in the in the in the TV series actually look pretty good. That's well, that's, that's, that's that's just what I'm hearing. I heard that from my friend Christopher, and I and I I trust him. Uh, he says it's bad. Oh man. Because the yeah. first one was good. Mm -hmm. I thought Skarsgård was a yeah. great Pennywise. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Do you like balloons? Yeah. Fucking, <laughs> oh, fucking great. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, my heart belongs to Tim Curry, but oh, Skarsgård was, really was great. Was yeah. good. And the uh, and isn't he also in the Stephen King uh, series? Yep. Uh, on Hulu. Yep. And that season two is coming out very soon. Or is that oh. a different Skarsgård? Because I know there's ten million of these. There's like a million of them. So there was one you wanted to talk about before I started talking about Freddy Krueger. Oh, The Omen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're talking Damien. about Damien, our friend Damien. Yeah, it's a scary ass kid. Yeah, tricycle down the hallway scene. You know where he. Uh, so as a as a parent. <laughs> <laughs> Kids do things, and you know they get in your and way. And, and your you daughter's got over. some omenish uh, tendencies. <laughs> I like that kid. She's evil. She's fun. She's and she's like I said, she's perfected the eye roll to a point where it's that's scary. And she she's not today. She wasn't very happy with me, but anyway. Um, <laughs> So, so, you know, Damien is like riding his tricycle down the hallway and then his mom is like, you know, doing some plant arranging on the balcony of the, of the house and, you know, gets her to, to fall to her death and, and kill the unborn child that's inside of her because mm -hmm. there can only be one, you know, right. and, and he wants to lay claim to the thorn, you know, Dynasty or whatever his dad Gregory Peck Gregory Peck who yeah. is uh, talk about golden age of cinema oh sure yeah. you know he's got quite you, I don't even have to uh, it, the thing that stunk was I I kind of got him uh, confused with Robert Mitchum I was like oh wasn't he in Cape Fear I'm like oh no that oh no, no 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 Robert Pitt, Robert Mitchum was a pothead I loved Robert he, Mitchum he was yeah. he got he got like involved in some like you know pot scandal like back in the fifties you know like reefer oh so oh. you're 
You're talking about the original Cape Fear. The original Cape Fear. Yeah, the Robert original. Robert was the, was the villain, The right? villain, yeah. yeah. But who played the Katie. father? It wasn't Gregory Peck that played the father, or was it... Um... Oh, is that... So that's why I, I did think, associate... Yeah. Yes. No, he I was. Yeah, was. Yeah, I, so I wasn't totally wrong, because right, I, yeah. I thought he played Katie, the, um, yeah, you know, yeah. the bad guy who, like, in the modern uh, movie, it's uh, Robert De Niro, De Niro yeah. yeah, who was also in Frankenstein. Yeah. All, uh, the Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Right. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> six Degrees of Everybody. So, um, but yeah, I mean, that was um, interesting because the guy who was the director, Richard Donner, uh, went on to do the Superman movie with Christopher Reeves. Right. Mm. And then The Goonies. I was like, get out of town, yeah. Goonies, Scrooge, oh, yeah. and Lethal Weapon, that whole franchise. So I was like... Scrooged. I know. Can you believe that? Yeah. So Scrooged. wait a minute. So he, he directed And Robert Scrooged. Mitchum was in Scrooged. Yes, he was. Yeah. Uh, so Donner... Donner directed Scrooge. Richard Donner directed Scrooge. So that's the so then he's married to um he's married to the actress that was in Roadhouse with um <laughs> Patrick I think Swayze. I read, I think Swayze. I had Are you going to so tell you know the story? Going? Oh god. So Bill Murray who started yeah. Scrooge. Yeah. Didn't didn't really get along too well with Donner when he was no. in Scrooge. Yeah. But they've become friendly since. Uh-huh. But now every time Roadhouse is on TV and Bill Murray catches it on TV, he calls Donner up. And says, I'm watching your wife get pegged by <laughs> Swayze. Just thought I'd let you know. Yeah. yeah. Patrick Swayze's fucking your wife. It's just, it's another one of those Bill Murray anecdotes that everybody gets to use and get a laugh out Oh of. my God, that is, that's yeah. great. Yeah. I freaking love that. Yeah. These are the things I like about Yeah, Hollywood. yeah. The friendships that you build. You the know? friendships that you build. I wish I could be a part of that. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, the Omen was was probably one of my favorite. The original Omen was probably yeah. one of my favorite horror movies when I was younger. Yeah, it was really, it was really the one nanny, Damien. Yeah, I love you, Damien. This is all for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And everybody's like ah, horrified, and then you see him turn away, and he's like. Yeah. yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah bitches. This is. The, like, I did that. It. I did that. I mean, I am one hundred percent that bitch. Yeah, and that. <laughs> and then that, I, mean, I have the, to confess that there was a part of me when I was like young watching The Omen, and and I was like, you know, yeah, I don't, I don't know that that's exactly what I'd want to be the heir to, but I want to be an heir to something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I want to find out that I'm the chosen one of something. Like, even if it's some dumb little duchy in the corner of the United Kingdom. <laughs> Somebody's going to get in touch with me and be like, "Hey, you know what? You, you know, you inherited like, you know, this." Yeah, he wants to be like. He wants to be a lord. Uh, He wants to be lord of the manor. He wants to be Elmer T. Fudd millionaire. Yeah, Yeah. I want to, you know, a mansion and a yacht. (laughs) And I just want to kind of like roam, roam the halls in a tattered dress, like Miss Havisham, like you know, talking to myself and. No, but I always felt like if I were, you know, if I were Damien, then I would, I would like Damien turn the French. I would turn things around and be like, well, you're, yeah, you're so Lord of the Manor on I'd Oliver be, Street. I'd, I'd be, yeah, you know, but I'd, I'd turn it to good. I'd, I'd find a way to be a force for good. Did you see Good Omens? Oh, fuck that. Did no. you see that series? No. Oh, Good Omens was really good. So if yeah, you have yeah, Amazon yeah. Prime, okay. um, yeah. it's got a uh, David Tennant. Right. Oh, right. Cool. Yeah. oh I love David and Tennant. And it's, it's uh, that book by um, Neil Gaiman and uh, Terry Pratchett, and, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yes, and it's yes. it's very good, and it talks about okay, the Antichrist being born, but yeah. it takes kind of a turn. And yep. It's a really cool I've story. Seen, yeah, now that I, rec- I recognize, yeah, 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 it yeah, 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 yeah. the yeah. angels are kind of like Lisa and me. Mm, yeah. So yeah. you'll have to see Snarky it. Snarky yeah. kind of. And the yeah. evil one. <laughs> she's, she's you know, Crowley and yeah. I'm not. Fucking <laughs> 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 No, but uh, it was interesting. So the Omen in 1976. I'm, sh- I'm shaking. I'm shaking my birthday bath salts. Her birthday. Yeah. Those are, it's a foot soak. It's, it's not the, a bath. It's for your feet. That's not enough for you. Well, the you whole... just, uh, just let me call them bath salts. What? Yen, it's she my just fucking to, birthday. She wants to turn them into something like really yeah. like. Ominous, like I'm gonna eat your face off, but it's to make your feet feel good and smell good. As I'm as I'm strangling Kevin with my feet, (laughs) (laughs) then I then I eat his face off because I'm gonna hide those. I'm gonna make sure that I hide those. 
Don't let Lisa snort the no. bath salts. You call them bath salts. <laughs> you call them bath salts because I made you. <laughs> I got Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. But no, in the 70s, we got the omen with, uh, you know, with, with this kid who oh, ultimately. Yeah, the 70s was all about like the killing, devil. was yeah. the devil movies. Well, but, the kids turning on their parents. And yep. like, this is the yeah. most extreme kids turning on the parents because everybody was rebelling against a lot of things. You know, we had what, what that fucker in the White House, that, that other fucker, Nixon. We had Nixon yeah. in the White House. And that other, other yeah. fucker in the White House. In the beginning of the 70s, yeah. 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 In the beginning and then of the Ford, who was just like, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah, exactly. ineffective, like, right. basically, right. right? But young people, the younger, yeah, the younger. And, you know, then by the time, when did, uh, what's his face, Carter? When did he Carter come? 76. 76. 76. So he started in 77. Yeah. yeah. And, like, my my parents hated Carter. Ah. Uh, they they were not those kinds of people. And uh, My parents liked Carter, and then but then uh, then my dad voted for Anderson in the following uh Yeah, my mom worked election. for the Anderson campaign. <laughs> Because everybody yeah. was like, oh, nobody knows what the hell they're doing. Everybody's stupid. I, I think that was part of what was <laughs> that's informing. Like, that's what people, you know, that's what, that's what attracted yeah. people to Anderson. Yeah. We need, like, we, like, we need, we need somebody. We need, we need Satan change to come in or somebody <laughs> yeah. to mix things up, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, get careful what, careful what you wish yeah, for. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. For reals. <sighs> um, yeah. So anyway, yeah. You know, Damien gets born, later mm. kills both his parents. And, you know, becomes... he's got to be, there's only one. There's only one. There can only be one. Like Highlander. Now, yeah, I was just going to say, what happens if we have, like, a cross-pollination of these two, like, movie Damien and Highlander. Damien and Highlander. And, like, well, there can only be one of you, but and there can only be one of me, but together, I mean, it's okay. And the other guy's like, no. You're like bosom buddies. Oh. I loved Bosom Buddy. I did too. Kip and Henry. Yeah. 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 T- Tom Hanks and Peter Scolari. Right? Yeah. 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 Uh, Tom Hanks before like. Tom Hanks and the other guy. he blew up. Uh, it's Peter Scolari. Wow. Come on. I know. I know. He was on Girls. He was on was Newhart. The, yeah. The new Newhart. Fuck Girls. Yeah. <laughs> I know, Sorry. I have, I've only. Yeah. Oh, you've really got to watch the show. No. No, I really don't. The only two things. That I, I watch it just to see like what was going to happen. Because I. I didn't connect with the girls either, but I was just kind of like, wow, this is what they're doing now. Yeah. This is what's going on. I watched the clip of Brian Williams' daughter getting her ass eaten. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> because Brian Williams talked about it. Because he watched the show. Like, well, his daughter's in the show. He's going to oh, watch the Although show. she was in Get Out. And, and she was, she yes, was, she she was, was yeah, very yeah, creepy yeah. at the end yes. of that movie. Yeah, eating, yes. eating the Fruit Loops. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, yeah. One, the dry Fruit Loops with yeah. the glass of the milk. milk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Almost as gross as get, getting and yeah. watching her getting her salad tossed. That's yeah. So yeah. <laughs> God. It was a really, it was very poorly done for like erotic effect. It just wasn't, there was the nothing sexy tossing. about the scene at all. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. so glad you let me know that you. Yeah. Because yeah. I think, I don't know. Was it, it was Jason Biggs and girls. Was he the guy doing Towson? I don't, I, I don't, I have so. no fucking idea. I don't watch this I don't, fucking show. I was talking to you. I don't, oh. I, I was <laughs> talking to Yin. I was talking, talking to Yin, Lisa. The hippie does her research on <laughs> Anyway, oh, you know, know that newscaster's that. daughter. She was having analingus performed on her. Who was the lad who was doing that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's fucking great. You guys, man. I, all right. So a, apart from me being the nerdly person with the notes and stuff what, what like what else what else yeah, we, we got well, okay so else? i was gonna okay. i what i was gonna go into and i know it isn't i know that there are movies based on these books but yeah there is the whole i mean anne rice <gasps> oh! and, and the vampire origin <laughs> yes! stories yeah which you know there's this is the great thing is that because i'll always talk about interview with the vampire interview, and yeah. there's always the origin like each vampire, <laughs> i love that movie <laughs> me too i was hoping we would talk about that yeah. today well this is what i so this is what i wanted to like eat this is you know, it's such a wealth of mat- of like potential. Did you just say eat? That's he did of, say eat. You're talking. You're thinking That's about Allison Williams getting oh. her. Yeah. All right. Go on. Wait. What did I? What you did said I mean? It's going to say, be though? an interesting day. Well, anyway. No, I said each. I meant to say each. In the Colgan household. Each vampire has no. its own 
you know, origin story, like how did you yeah. become a bit? But then Who turned also, you? Yeah. in one of the in one of the books, I know she goes into like her version of the origin of vampires the themselves, right? Oh, oh, oh. And yeah. how they come from they come from ancient Egypt. Mm-hmm. And Akasha, was, that whole yeah, there was thing. like you yeah. know tiny Nosferatu is yes. listening very well. <laughs> if I remember correctly, and I may have this wrong, and listeners can correct me because it's been a long time since I read the books. But essentially, it was this situation of you know the Egyptians were the first, or not the first, but the Egyptians are known for uh, embalming yep. their dead with yep. the and hook through the nose and they yank the yeah. brains out. Yeah. That was something else that like I was totally into reading about when I was a kid. And especially Go on, embalming proceed. the you know dead kings and queens oh, who sure. were thought to be deities. Yeah, and the idea is that like one of you know the embalming was you know so potent or whatever that the that the person the the like came back, came back yeah, to life yeah. and basically that began the whole race of vampires. Yep. So you've got that like origin but it's almost like the meta origin story. Yeah, yeah. Um but unfortunately that wasn't I don't recall whether that was uh, that was never made into a film or if it was it was not if if it was one of it, the better ones. Yeah. That, you know. I mean I re- the, the the film that comes to mind is uh the the one about uh, the Queen of the Damned. Yeah. So yeah. with who was yeah. fucking smoking hot oh, in she that was movie. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Rest in power, Aaliyah. Yeah, for real. And she was, uh, yeah. And then, and so they did have like the shriveled up person, you know, yeah. like in, in the ground. And if you put the blood down there, then yeah. it like activated him. And yeah. and you know, he's, he did his thing. And that was the same with one of the, Christ- one of the Christopher Lee Dracula movies too. It was the same thing. Mm. I just remember his tomb like filling with blood or something. I, yeah, I don't know. And, and like what he was like dried up and then like yeah, I think he reanimated so. when you put blood on him. I it's think like, so. Oh. I think I, I seem to I seem to remember. Yeah. Yeah. When we do when we do the hammer episode, I'll have to go back and watch oh, that. Oh, yeah. I, I I you know, I wish I thought about like on the crush thing because I, I have like who who are your favorite vampires and yeah. stuff. Christopher Lee. Well, mine mine one of mine would have been Gary Oldman. He oh, was kinda God. hot. I liked him. He was kinda hot. Yeah. But there was so much else that's so much fucking wrong with that movie. <laughs> I know. I know. I mean, but, but it's another one that I love. Not, it's, it's, yeah. it's so not that we don't watch not that it five I don't watch it like at least five yeah. times a year. And I've got a Gary Oldman problem too. Like he's right up there with, with I love Doug him. Bradley for me. Oh, I love Gary. He's Oldman. on the he's on the safe list for Kevin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Gary Oldman. He's on the he's on the permissible list. My- yeah, so the origin of the Bram Stoker Dracula Dracula was, you know, that the, the war mm. that they, you know, had a with the Turks and the yep. um, and and the people in the Carpathian Mountains or whatever, right. and then yeah. you know his his sweetheart his uh, he gets this letter saying that she, Elizabeth you know, Elizabeth yeah. gets this letter saying that you know her lover is is gone and she's like oh my prince I don't know what I'll do without him and she throws herself out of the castle yeah. commits suicide and then he renounces God and starts drinking blood and he lives this like really you know uh, ungodly existence yes. just drinking blood and being immortal. And then he meets up with Winona Ryder, and uh, mm. his his lust is his lust for life has been rekindled. But she's with um, Keanu, uh, Keanu Reeves, Keanu like Reeves. the worst English accent. <laughs> Look at the man; he's like grown young. <laughs> it is suiting. It is the same. Oh man! <laughs> How can it be? Strange things afoot in the Carpathians today, dude. But you know what I like? I like. I also like Tom Waits in that movie. Oh, yeah. Tom Waits! Oh, Tom Waits is, is, Tom Waits is yeah. the best thing in that movie. Yeah. But you Tom. gave it to the pretty girl. Can I interest you in a canopy? <laughs> the, the plate with like the dead. Bugs I need on souls it. for the master. Yes, promise uh, to make me. Uh, Cat <laughs> immortal. Yeah, Master, <laughs> you promised me eternal life. Why'd you give it to the pretty one? <laughs> yeah. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Love he's, him. he's he's really the, the, the only reason to watch that movie. Well, I mean, there's a lot of reasons, but like he's the best. Yeah. He's the best in that movie. Fucking Tom Waits. Yeah. Well, I know there's like a ton more. Is that, that our time? Up. It's just about our time. Yeah. Yeah. God. And there's, yeah. There's so many more origin there's stories, always, but yeah. you know, maybe next year. 
Or maybe on Yin's birthday or, you know. <laughs> well, uh, or we could um, we could do another origin story, and if you, yeah, you know. But uh, we're also uh, open to feedback. So if you listen to this and you've got suggestions for origin stories or movies that you want to talk about, you should definitely and you should engage with us anyway. Yeah, we appreciate the likes and the downloads, and but please leave comments and please leave a five star rating wherever you're listening. It really does help, and engage with us on the. Facebook page and on Twitter at Stay Scary Pod. And uh, let's see. I'm trying to think if there's anything else going on. Color uh, commentary. Color commentary. Color commentary. Yeah. Um, yeah, but no, please, please, please do engage with us. Do do like us uh, on Facebook and Twitter. Um, tell us your me. own origin stories. Tell us, tell us your origin, origin stories. stories with us. Yeah. yeah. I listen to everything. I listen to everyone. Everybody's got a story. That's true. And I think that's stamped on my head because... Because she's a fucking hippie. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Everybody tells me their stuff. No, but please, please do uh, listen to us and like us and give us a five-star rating wherever you are listening to us. And um, we will see you soon and stay scary. Bye. Bye. There's a monster in the house.